The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. It is our number two. Follow one, your kickoff time. Eric Franson there. I'm Ajay Salveson. You are wherever you are and however you are joining us. We thank you for doing so. On 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan, and of course, 1069thefan.com for streaming people. Uh, grateful to have you be joining our show. If you're just jumping in, thanks for uh, doing so. I, I've been noticing something, Eric. So, our podcast numbers have been great. The really interesting stat that blew our right pinky fingers off was this. Our numbers are higher for hour one than they are for hour two. Wow. Great. What is your analysis of that? I have no analysis. Would you try to say, would you put some effort into this? Jeez. Thanks for listening. That's all you got? That's maybe because they're listening to hour two while they're driving home. And during hour one, they were not able to listen in because they were working. Interesting. Interesting thought. See what they missed? While they were working and can be next to a radio? Uh, horrible theory, but good try. Uh, if you want to be a part I of our stand show, 435 to text in or 435-752-1069 to call in. Now, hey, we... No, can please. I, can I... Vice President, go ahead. Just real quick. Go ahead, Vice President. Uh, shout out... Um, need to make sure we make mention of uh, the passing of Yale Sears. The Kansas Comet. That's what I was about to... Okay. Go ahead. We were on the same wavelength. Okay. Oh, jeez. That's good. Calm me down. Uh, yeah. No, the Kansas Please Comet. Please continue. Jeez. Oh, don't even. Don't even now. Uh, age 77, he'd been, he, uh, been suffering through uh, uh, dementia. Uh, an incredible career, though it was cut short, Eric. Uh, knee injuries. Back then, they didn't have the care that these athletes have now. Yeah, and harder I, to come back from. Those. I wonder, and you know what makes me wonder is is the great athletes like that, uh, Barry Sanders. I put Walter Payton. I know Walter Payton had a, you know a different, um, I guess issue or health illness, but some of those guys, I wonder if we would have if they would have had the care that these athletes now do have, how long they would have been able to play and how great they would have been. Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers would uh, probably would have lead the rushing, I guess, lead career rushing yards for a long, long time. Um, Gail Sarah's probably would have led in touchdowns as well. Uh, he was uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame at only 34 years old. It's incredible. One of the youngest, if not the youngest. I'm not sure if anybody's younger than him. Um, he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. Four-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, uh, comeback player of the year after one of his early uh, knee injuries. He was a rookie of the year. He was a rushing leader twice. Uh, he was named to the 1960s All-Decade team. Great player, outstanding player for the Chicago Bears. But he tore his ACL and MCL in his right knee late uh, in the uh, 69 and 68 seasons as well. Uh, in fact... You know, Bears have been really bad with draft picks, right? Since, I mean, for the last 25 years. 
Think about this. Sayers and Buckers. Or, I mean, not Buckers. Buckus. Dick Buckus. We're back-to-back picks in 65. Think about that. Back-to-back picks in 65, and they got Gail Sayers and Dick Buckus. Holy crap. That's a pretty good haul. Oh, man. That's unreal. Uh, he, it was said that he that the veterans loved him. Even when he was a rookie, the veterans were absolutely enamored by him and admired him as well. Uh, he earned the respect of a lot of people, uh, both teammates and, and even opponents. Um, Didn't they make a movie about him? Yeah. Is it uh, Brian? Is it Brian's song? It's not Brian's song, is it? I know there's a Brian in it. I don't know if it's Brian's song. Four three five Brian's song. 1971. So wait, that the was- details of life of Brian Piccolo, Chicago Bears football player, stricken with terminal cancer, told through his friendship with Bears teammate Gail Sayers. It was played by Billy D. Williams. Interesting. Brian Piccolo was played so by James So it's not about Collin. Gail Sayers, though. Not necessarily. I mean, he plays a significant role in the story. Uh, Sayers, again, had to deal with injuries. He, uh, he had did the, they do like a remake kind of like 10 years ago or so? Did they? I swear they did. Well, you said that was from 71? It was a TV movie in 1971. Was it good? I don't know. I can't say that I've seen it. How come we didn't do that for a movie, qu- <laughs> movie quiz? Still could. Uh, he oh, had it was the, redone uh, in 2001. I wonder who. I wonder which one was better. I probably watched a '71 film. They probably did it right the first time. I'll stop interrupting you now. You sure? Is there anything else you want to get out? Okay, just want to make sure. Uh, Sayers did, uh, as we mentioned, he had the, some knee injuries. He had the left knee injury in '70. Uh, he retired in '71. Uh, his career numbers are astounding. He had fourth, and I mean, just because of the short career he had, he had four thousand nine hundred fifty-six yards, thirty-nine touchdowns uh, on the ground, uh, and that was over five seasons. Eric, and by the way, he played it very sparingly in seventy and seventy-one, which is incredible. He averaged uh, as a returner, Eric. He he had six touchdowns, uh, more than averaging more than thirty yards per kickoff return. He had two touchdowns. And 14 and a half on punt return. And of course, he had that legendary game versus San Francisco where he scored six touchdowns. One of them was on an 85 yard kickoff return. Uh, the Bears coach, legendary Bears coach, excuse me, George Hollis was the one who got to present Sayers uh, for his Hall of Fame induction, which I can't imagine how incredible that was. I wonder if there's still film on that. Oh, you're right. So let's see. Okay, here we go. Uh, he. He had his uh, rock steady friendship with Brian Piccolo. And it was later made into a film called Brian's Song, which is awesome. I, there you I, go. Yep. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. I TV cool. movie back in, what was it, 1971? Yeah, 71, you said. And then, there and was then a, remade in years 2001. Later. That's awesome. Uh, reading just kind of on this uh, friendship, uh, Sayers and Piccolo began in 1967, um, became roommates. Of course, Sayers was black, and he was already one of the stars, if not the star of the team. Piccolo was white, and he had to work his way up from being on the practice squad. And at the at one point, early on in both careers, they were competing for playing time and for carries. Uh, but when the club dropped its policy of, of segregating players by, by race and hotel room assignments, 
Uh, they became really close in 68. Piccolo helped Sayers through a tough rehab process while uh, Sayers was recovering uh, through a torn ligament in his right knee. And then when Sayers came back the next season uh, as an All-Pro, uh, he uh, gave Piccolo the credit for being able to do so. So um, Piccolo then pulled himself out of a game early in the 69 season because he had breathing difficulties and he was diagnosed with cancer. And that's kind of where the the phrase, or I guess the the start of the friendship, is 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 shot through in the eyes of the movie, and also in uh, Sarah's first bio autobiography called "I Am Third. and then of course in that movie seventy one, uh, Brian's song. So again, uh, Gail Sayers has passed away at the age of seventy seven, um, and as uh, Mr. Baker, uh, the Hall of Fame CEO and president, said earlier this morning, he was a first round ballot Hall of Famer before his career ended. And uh, as some would say, he was a first-round ballot Hall of Famer the first time he stepped on the field. <laughs> that's how great he was. That that's, yep. says a lot about Gail Setters, too. And let me ask you, I, I don't mean to um, bring light to you know the death or the passing of Gail Setters. When you look at the top backs ever to run in the game, someone put out a list, um, and they said, in order, Eric, this was their list of, of running backs, right, top five. Jim Brown, Walter Payton, O.J. Simpson, uh, Gail Sayers, and then Barry Sanders. No, sorry, Barry Sanders and then Gail Sayers. It's a great list. I mean, and, and look, O.J. has his issues, and that's that's that. But on the field, that guy was incredible. Yeah, well, and unstoppable. Playing days, yeah, it was outstanding. Uh, 9835 text in. Uh, 1971 movie is very good. Highly recommended. I'm, thank you, 9835. I'm going to have to watch that. I've never seen, never seen Brian's song ever. I've, I'll have to watch that. I've, Isn't it kind of an emotional one? Doesn't like the guy like die? Don't freaking spoil it, dude. I haven't seen it yet. What no, part of it? Somebody's battling cancer and it's like, bad deal. Someone the fetch is your problem, Eric. I haven't bring, seen the movie yet. Bring a box of Kleenexes, just oh, in case. Great. So not and only your raspberry you goo that I gave you. The yeah, the lube of suck glue. Suck on. The lube of glue. Can't wait. Um <laughs> I can't believe you spoiled the movie. Hey, by the way, uh <laughs> Jack's girlfriend dies in Titanic at the end, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> oh, she, Jerk. I, well, okay, yeah, she does at the end, yeah. Oh wait, no, as, it don't as a woman of a extreme old age. <laughs> hey, by the way, big ship in the feature movie Titanic. I'm going to give away a secret here, but the boat sinks. What? I hate you. Dude, you just told me the ending of the movie without even seeing it. Why would you do that? And I'm not talking about Titanic. I'm talking about Brian's song. God, I, hey, I had to go see this. I've never seen it before. Hey, by the way, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is your problem, man? I have some R-E-S-E-P-S-T-P. Well, you, you can watch the sing who, to see who sings Brian's song. What is Brian's song? What is the song? I don't know. Does Gail Sayers sing there, a song? There's not a song, I Eric. don't know. Is there, is there not one? I don't know. I haven't seen it. So disrespectful. See, now you got to go watch it to 9835 see does it. No, is. 9835 does it right. Who this is what we call song? a teaser for you non-radio folks. He says, 1971 movie is very good. Highly recommended. He doesn't say, 1971 movie is very good. Need Kleenexes because he dies at the end. Gail Sayers doesn't die at the end. 
Oh, so great. So now I know that Gail Sarris doesn't die, that well, Brian he, dies. Thanks for telling yeah. me that, too. Gail just passed away today. What else happens in, in the movie? Why don't you just give me the whole synopsis right here? Someone sings the song for Brian. God, what do you work for? IMBD? Jeez. Just ruining and spoiling <laughs> movies for me. Jeez. Unreal, dude. Uh, <laughs> Have some respect for people who haven't seen the movie yet. I'm never going to a movie through a theater with you <laughs> bottom, ever. Bottom line... <clears throat> Back to serious note here. Bottom line, Gail Sayers, Gail Sayers was a phenomenal back. Yeah. Phenomenal player. And from all accounts that we've been able to determine, a great human being. Um, and uh, it's and when the great ones pass, it's never a good thing. Uh, it does serve as an opportunity to reflect back and remember what they did and remind us uh, of the joy that they brought when they played the game. Who's the better back, Peyton or Sayers? Uh, probably Peyton. Peyton Sayers. Like the speed he had and the length. Like he, I mean, they. I, I read somewhere where they called him Bambi because he had such a long stride when he ran. And he would just always kick his legs out, almost like a deer when it's running. Just this long stride. It was hard to catch him. I would have loved. You know what? Here's a good question for you. One player who you've never seen play the game of football that you've always wanted to see. They cannot be playing currently. Ooh, wow. Um, boy, that is a really good question. I probably would lean to uh, Joe Montana. Ooh. Uh, I would love to see Merlin Olsen play. Mm-hmm. How he played. Was he the, the defensive side of the ball? Yeah. Right? Yep. Because he was Monster. Off, was he offensive in Utah State or was he a defensive guy at Utah no, State? I think he was a defensive guy. Was he a defensive guy? No. All right. Uh that, that that's a good list. I'll take I'll take Gail Sayers on the offensive side. I would have loved to see him play in person. And I'd say Lawrence Taylor on the defensive side would have been amazing to watch play. Mm. That guy was a wrecker. For so many, I would have loved to watch Lawrence Taylor since, play football. Since I'd be watching uh, Jerry, uh, excuse me, um, Joe Montana in person, I'd be also be able to watch Jerry Rice in person. Ooh, true. That would be fantastic. Yeah, Rice in Montana. Dip Buckus would be another guy. I would just like to see him just wreck people. I mean, he would just, I mean, and he had no mercy when he's on the field. Well, rules were a little different back then. Oh, dude. Cause, yeah, because you, you watch. You light guys up. I was watching the NFL Top 100 again, and I was like, dude, like Dick Buck is just like clotheslined a guy right in the face. And then the, the running back gets up, goes back to the huddle. The ref grabs the ball, sets it down, and we're back to playing the game. No personal foul. No clotheslining penalty. I would have loved to see that kind of football. Would have loved it in Chicago, especially in Chicago. It's crazy that they – uh with the talent that they've had, especially in those early days, I know they won an NFL championship in, what, 63 or something, but that they had never, they won the Super Bowl in 85. That they've only won one Super Bowl with all the talent they've had. And they've only been to, what, two Super Bowls? Because they, they lost, or they, they won in 85 and they lost in 06 to Peyton Manning. I think it was uh, only- yeah, they, 1986. Right, and then they had the, uh, and then they won the Super Bowl in 06, or no, they lost in 06. Nineteen eighty five, five, right? Because it was the Bears forty six defense, yeah. led by Buddy Ryan. Yeah, that's man, that's crazy. Because they've had some talent. I mean, they don't anymore, but back in the day, they did. The the division champs multiple times, 
But conference champs, uh, only a few times. 1985 and 2006. Well, 1956 and 1963, if you go a little bit further back. That's an, you know, I actually enjoy that question. What's one guy that you or you know, one or two guys that you didn't get to see play in the NFL that you'd watch now? That, that could be a Friday five best. That might have to be for Friday because we got NBA, NFL, or uh, MLB. The list would be pretty good for MLB too. Mm, yes. NHL, WWE, <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. Triple H. The Rock. He was. You were right. probably a big Diamond, da- Diamond Dallas Page guy. Why would that be? I don't know. You just seem like you would. Because him and Carmelo were tag team partners. Because <laughs> no. of his hair. No, no. If we're going hair, I'm going. Doink the clown, dude. That guy creeped me out. I'm not scared of clowns, but for some reason, Doink the clown always scared me. You should Google him. Honestly, <laughs> no you thanks. will get nightmares. All right, uh, let's uh, let's get back to the sports world, shall we? Uh, it, we're going to go to break. But for those who are just joining us on our show, A, welcome. B, we need your help. We have a daily segment for Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mondays are put a cap on it. Tuesdays are stat and player. Thursdays are pick six. Fridays are Friday five best. We need a segment for Wednesday. We've got some great suggestions thanks to 2776 and 9835. Unfortunately, it's to my own demise. What is a segment you would like us to have that you would suggest for us for a Wednesday? I mean, it can be, we used to do the movie quiz. That's kind of tailed off because we're out of sports movies. Maybe you could do Brian's song. We could do, we could do a singing, oh, dude, a sing-along song. <laughs> that would no. be great. Uh, we, Let's we, not. Eric is in favor of Captain Smith, Craig Smith reading a tweet with medieval music and its accent. Sounds That's like. The, that is the a huge worst. fan of that. Uh, we have a set, we can do a segment, uh, I, we want to involve our listeners some way too. I mean, we love having our listeners be a part of our show. It's what makes our show great. We need a segment for every Wednesday. Maybe, uh, maybe a diehard fan Wednesday or something. Or a what went wrong Wednesday, Eric, as you mentioned in hour one, where we look back at some of the boneheaded mistakes. And speaking of boneheaded mistakes. Who wet their pants Wednesday? Do you think the doctor... <laughs> Of the San Diego Chargers is right now wetting his pants. The Los Angeles Chargers? Yes. Yeah, he's in big trouble. How do you do that? How do you stick a needle in somebody and puncture their lung? Dude, you're a doctor. Yeah, I'm going to uh, administer this painkiller and, oh, that sounds like air coming out of there. Oh, could you imagine? No, could you imagine going to the head coach? Hey, uh, coach, uh, I know you're looking for Tyrod. Uh, is is Herbert ready to go? He looks good. I, <laughs> I think was... He- uh, just trying to make him better and ready for the the game, but got a backup plan, uh, Coach. You know your your rookie's looking really good. You should start him instead of Taylor today. I don't think Taylor doesn't have what Herbert has. Okay, uh, what? Oh, what happened? <clears throat> I, well, uh, <laughs> he can't breathe. <laughs> I may have. St- Took a needle in and punctured his ribs. I'll be back. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. Eric Franson, and Jay Salveson. 
Eric is going to be doing a movie spoiler show. That's you know that's what it's going to be. We're going to call it Spoiler Wednesday. That's what we're going to call it. Spoiler Wednesday where Eric spoils everything for everybody. I was just I was thinking what if we did a segment where we write songs about each other. So we could have Ajay's oh, song. Dude, that'd be so good. I could write it. Oh man. You. Hey, we call it Rapping Wednesday. And I'll play a beat, right? Watch, watch this. So no, I, I, I've got no, it. Free. No, please, hold, don't come on. Freestyle. No, dude, give me, give me one chance here. Rap beats. Hold on, I got, I got to find an instrumental version. <laughs> instrumental version. All right, hold on. <laughs> Something that's not copyrighted. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we could call it Raps Beat Wednesday, where the best rap voted on by our course our wonderful listeners during the five o'clock hour. And will uh, and the winner gets a chance to be able to uh, get a prize. So you get back to back prizes, Eric, uh, from from the opponent. Let's see here. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a heartbreaker. No, come on. Oh, there we go. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Oh, nobody can deny when Eric walks in with a double triple chin and cream filling on his face. It was a donut. With sprinkles, stat, 500 calories will make you fat. Whoa, get out of the way. It's like something like that. <laughs> what do you think? Uh... <laughs> In other news, <laughs> let's move on. Please. <laughs> we are moving on. Uh, the Mountain West, there are reports by the Associated Press that the Mountain West... Uh, presidents are expected to vote about a return to play as early as tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Originally, there was an uh, uh, an already scheduled meeting of Mountain West. Now they call them CEOs, but Mountain Press uh, Mountain West presidents on Friday, but that's been moved up. Athletic directors, some health professionals met earlier in the week. They pro- put out their proposal. Now the presidents have been examining it. They're expected to expected to vote. Tomorrow, and there's news that uh, the Pac-12 may also make uh, have their vote tomorrow, and the MAC is expected to vote on Friday. So by the end of this week, Ajay, we could have every college football conference back, at least a plan of action to take place this fall. This still happened this fall. So here's my question for you. The Pac-12 all of a sudden is like jumping into it. If the Mountain West, how big of a deal would it be for the Pac-12? If the Mountain West got their announcement out before the Pac-12, got their schedule out also before the Pac-12, even if it was 24 hours, how big of a deal is it to the Pac-12 that a Power 5 conference was behind the Mountain West conference? Not that big a deal because the Pac-12 has already been behind the Sun Belt. They've already That's been true. behind That's a great point. the AAC. So they're, they're already behind. Um, uh, and frankly, people will... They won't, there will be a lot of people in the national media that, oh, Mountain West decided to play. Hmm. Oh, Pac-12. Okay, so here's the matchup and the schedule between Washington and USC. They're going to face each other in this week. And then in this week, it's going to be Oregon versus Arizona. This is the matchup we want to see between Utah and Cal. And They'll just gloss over whatever the Mountain West does. By the way, and I don't – maybe I'm kind of overdoing it here, but the FBS schedule has the Utah State Football Conference schedule on there right now. No dates, no times, of course, because we don't know when. 
we're, we're here in 24th. We're here in the 31st of October for both of those. Uh, but let's dance through this, Eric. If their schedule is as this, the way it's listed, here's what their schedule would look like. To open the conference season back-to-back weeks at Boise and at Colorado State. Then they get Air Force at home, at Nevada, Fresno at home, New Mexico at home, San Diego at home, and then at Wyoming. So is this based on what their their conference schedule would have looked like anyway? I believe so. If that's the case, that's brutal. All but I think there would have been a bye week in between too. So in like at Boise, at Colorado, a bye week, Nevada, or excuse me, Air Force, and then Nevada, and then Fresno. And at Wyoming, I don't know exactly. Huh. Uh, be, if it's at Boise and at Colorado State to start back-to-back weeks, is that's hard. And at Nevada. Nevada was a, was a bowl team a year ago. Yeah. Uh, at Wyoming is going to be a tough one. That's, that's, that's no gimme when you go to Wyoming. Like, as we always said, strange things happen in Laramie. So those are the four road games. The four home games would be Air Force, Fresno, New Mexico, San Diego State, which would be all bunched together. Uh, so, again, that's that's as, that's according to what was on the non or what was part of the conference schedule before everything got blown up. If it will continue to be that, we don't know. The big wild card is Air Force. They have a game scheduled in November already, and so how does the Mountain West work around that? Uh, does the Mountain West work around Hawaii? Does Hawaii participate? Although there are some changes with some travel there with the uh, the Warriors and uh, how. People can travel to the island unrelated to sports, but um, so, and uh, are there any buffers here in case games need to be made up or if games get postponed or canceled? There, but of there is no buffer, man. There's, there's no buffer at all. Like, you look at what the dates are, right? Eight weeks. The proposal would be October 24th. Okay, so eight weeks from October 24th, right? Uh, 31st, 7th, and then you have. Uh, 14th, 21, 28th of November, 5th and 12th. That's eight weeks straight until you get to December 19th, which is the Mount West Conference Championship game. If you push that back, it's the day after Christmas. You have to play them. Yeah. That way, you ha- you can't, there is no room for error in- if you go with this schedule. And that's starting on the 24th. Yeah, I think that some schools may be ready by the 24th, but I don't think, the California schools wouldn't be. Yeah, Fresno. I'm not State, sure that New Mexico would be ready. Well, and, and Mark Ziegler said Fresno is way behind the eight ball. They just barely started picking up a ball and were allowed to throw it. Barely. San Diego so State had to send behind. everybody home for a couple of weeks. Yep. And as you mentioned, Air Force is in his, and I think Air Force, Eric, takes the commander in is it Commander in Chief Cup? Yep. They I think they have more of an eye on that prize than they do. The Mountain West Conference Championship. You know, by the way, speaking of Air Force, kind of cool. They have a game on October 3rd, right? Um, and that's, they play, who's it? Is it? Do they play Navy? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think Navy's the first game, Army's the last game. So they're wearing these jerseys that are an homage to the Tuskegee Airmen. Uh-huh. Uh, the, it was a squadron of uh, black uh, fighter pilots in World War II. Uh, the jerseys look really cool for Air Force. So, nice nice tribute there that they're doing. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's 
they can agree that, okay, we'll return, but what's it really going to look like? Yeah. How are you going to make it work? Does everybody get the same opportunity? Do some teams have a delay? Does, does, does everybody start at the same time? The conference games have I don't know to start. How you don't. The, yeah, the conference games have to start on the same time. They have to. Or else you're going to be behind the eight ball already. And again, you have no room for error. Like, and you can help me count here because obviously I don't know what a schedule, uh, the right schedule looks like for the NBA, supposedly. So maybe I'm wrong on this as well. Maybe you can verify that as well, Mr. Verifier. But 24th, 31st, that's two weeks. 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th is six weeks. The 5th and 12th would be the eight weeks with the Mount West Conference Championship again being on December 19th. Unless they want to play the day after Christmas, which is I would be extremely highly doubtful. Well, I think they really want to have things done and have a conference championship on the 19th so they'd be available for New Year's Six, six Bowl if one is eligible for it. I mean, the, the number of bowls available is going to be drastically different. Um, but they want to get those games done so they could still be a, have teams available to go to bowls. Which, I guess, it still happen. Late December. Early January. So, going through the schedule again for Utah State. I know they had a deal with Fox, right, or FS1, and it was part of it's hoping to eliminate a lot of these 8:15, 8:30 time slot games. Yeah. Does it change now with the Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, and everybody else now starting to play? If they do go on October 24th, 31st, do they get moved back down into those time slots again? Does it change, and how much does it affect it? Uh, fair question. I don't know. I mean, they're contractually supposed to still put games on Fox or Fox Sports 1, but maybe they're not in those um, as earlier time slots as they'd hoped for. But it's not like FS1 or Fox is going to go out there and create new deals for more content. Yeah. yeah. I just I can't imagine a game against Air Force. 8.30 at night, November 14th. And I know people are excited about football. But, and I ask this with all respect to our listeners. And respect to Utah State Athletics as well. Would you go to an 8.30 game at night, November 14th? Those can happen anyway. They've happened before. It's not, this isn't new. But, it, it, but again, like... And and it's a social distancing thing too. I mean, how many fans are allowed to go? But I don't know. It's just I don't know if that's a. If the Aggies are fighting for a you know number one spot and looking good and fighting to win their division and uh, put themselves in position to go to the conference championship game, yeah, there would be people that would want to go. But if it's an exercise in futility, they don't look great. And it's late. And it's cold. And maybe some storm coming through. Yeah. There's not going to be very many people show up to that game. But it's hard to, it's impossible to predict what's on the line at that point from right now. But bottom line is that they're looking at it. They're, they could have a decision as early as tomorrow and probably a schedule released early next week. 
if not sooner. And as soon as they give the, the thumbs up that a season is going to happen and this date would be the start date, teams are going to go full throttle on trying to figure their, themselves out. They've been running a little drills here. They've been in the weight room a little bit, but they haven't been able to do a lot of evaluation or, or game prep because they don't know who they're facing or if they're even going to be facing anybody. Hey, when was our weekly get to know our opponent? Was that Wednesdays? Opposition research? Yeah. Maybe it was. I think it was Wednesdays. Or was it Thursdays? I can't remember when we did those. Might have been Thursday. Was it? I can't remember. Can't wait to get back into it, though. I honestly, Eric, I am more and more confident that we will have football. I'm about, honestly, 99% confident we're going to have football. I was more confident... Uh, last week than I am this week. Why? Just because we see spikes in cases. Yeah, but that's just because people are acting stupid. That's not going to affect like football, though. That's going to affect having fans at games. Like BYU went from what uh, low risk to moderate risk, and so they're going to have no fans of the next two home games because they're absolute idiots down there in the south. But they're still going to have football. It's not going to stop the teams. True. If that's true. As long as it doesn't affect the team. Yeah. Get in uh, among certain players. That's why they got to, that's what they have to announce this, uh, what kind of testing they're going to do, how regular it's going to be. Make sure that they're all safe, they're available, they can travel. Uh, Again, Pac 12 expected to vote tomorrow, and the MAC expected to vote on Friday. You think the MAC plays? Yeah. Me too. One conference, the Big Ten. Okay, so wait. One conference, the MAC shut this all down. One conference, the Big Ten open it all right back up. And really, that should have been the Pac-12. They made the yeah. announcement about yeah. daily testing and some On big September deal. 3rd, man. Yeah. Like, it's going to be available to us within a matter of weeks. And then they just sat on it. Yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. And then the Big Ten says something, and then the governor, oh, you can play. <laughs> There's nothing that says you can't play. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. Man, what's going on? Hey, so we think we're going to play football on the 24th. Pac-12. Hey, guys, guess what? We're back. We're back. We are having a meeting. Remember We're us? having a meeting. Hey, wait, wait, wait. When's the Man West meeting? Thursday? We are meeting on Thursday. <laughs> okay? Thursday. Stay tuned. Don't want to miss it. Pac-12 is coming back, baby. Pac-12 after dark. That's that's the Pac-12 for you. Have you seen those? You've seen those videos though. Like I don't know what it's from, but uh, it's a called SEC shorts of where people are wearing their T-shirts of these certain conferences and then acting it out. It's so good. The one about the most recent one's really really good. You need to look that up on Twitter. I think you enjoy it. Uh, let's take a break. Coming back, MLB is continuing to get ready for the playoffs. We are six days away, Eric. Couple teams clinched last night. Couple My Braves, teams. World yeah. Series, baby, we're back. Cubs clinched by not winning. Okay, yeah. oddly enough, that uh, so and, Cubs. But uh, yeah, but there's a couple other games on the line tonight, uh, and for the next couple of days, it's really interesting. Not just to get to the playoffs, but what seating you might have as well. So I'll come up on the full court press. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from four to six on Sports Talk Radio, one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. 
It's Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. You're in the full court press, 5:43 time here, just a quarter two to uh, wrapping up the show. Thanks for joining us, however and wherever you're doing so. Uh, Eric, we are this close from having MLB playoff baseball. Did you think that we would get there when we started this season with all the positive tests, with all the issues and glitches? I'll be honest, no. I, I thought that uh, the way that all the the infighting and the internal politics of Major League Baseball, uh, I was uncertain that it would even start. And then the, the way they were insisting on playing in their home uh, fields and home arenas and lots of travel. It's, baseball travels a lot. They're all over the place. I, and the way it was starting with teams having trouble and having to miss games, and I, I didn't think that the season was going to be completed. I thought that by middle of the season, it was going to come undone. So I have to commend Major League Baseball for proving us all wrong, that they were able to still make it work, that the players and the organizations were able to get it dialed in pretty well to still make it work so these games could take place and they could happen. And we've seen some fun baseball this year. So oh, yeah. now we come down to the last week of the regular season, and Ajay, there's still a lot on the line about who's going to get in and who's not. That's what makes it all all the more fun, right, is because who's in and who's out. And of course, Eric, it's always the wild, wild National League. It just never seems to be settled until usually it's game 161-162. Here it's in a shortened season. We're looking at the final week of baseball, and they still haven't figured out things. Yeah, American League, most of it's all wrapped up. Like We know who's going to the playoffs yep. for the most part. But the National League, it's still pretty wide open. Yeah, not even close at, at this point right now. Uh, American League, if the playoffs were to begin today, let's start the American League really quickly. As you said, Eric, it's already being pretty much just sewn together and wrapped up into a pretty bow. Rays, Blue Jays. Rays were the number one seed. Blue Jays were the eighth seed. By the way, the Rays have clinched a playoff spot. As have the White Sox, who are the two seed. They'd face the Indians, who have also clinched. Athletics would get the Astros. That's a 3-6 matchup. And Twins, Yankees, both have also clinched. That'd be a four-five matchup. That'd be a juicy. Oh, give me that series. And even athletics and Astros. Astros people wrote them off. They've I did been battling back. Um, they're still trying to be relevant. Now they've got some problems with pitching, uh, but um, that they're not going away. AO magic number uh, for teams to clinch their playoff spot. Astros two, Blue Jays also need two games as well. Eric, what about the National League? National League is so wide open still. Marlins, who are uh, lead, well, they were leading your Braves. Now the Braves are leading three to two in the you don't top ever of the second. Count out my Braves <laughs> oh, ever. Uh, Marlins need three games. Reds need six. Cardinals need seven. Um, that's because St. Louis has played fewer games, and they may need to do a doubleheader on Monday. It just kind of depends on how things work. But if the postseason started today, here's okay. how the National League would would look. Dodgers, number one. Please be They've easy. clinched Please be uh, against the Brewers. Uh, they have not clinched. The Braves would be number two, and they would face the Reds. Oh, yes. I'll take the who's Reds. Who's not clinched. I'll take the Reds. Cubs clinched last night, even though they lost. That's because... Um, was it Philadelphia lost? Yep. And that helped the Cubs clinch their position. Uh, Cubs would face the Marlins, and then the Padres would face the Cardinals. That one I like. That's a good matchup for me. Cubs would Cubs would beat the Marlins, wouldn't they? I, I mean, would think so, they but they've got over. some injury issues right now. Uh, Chris Bryant is not that healthy. They got a, just hurt himself earlier this week. Uh, they got a couple other guys that aren't 100%. 
oddly enough, it's their pitching that's been improving and, and saving them in a lot of these games because they got a lot of great hitters. They're just not hitting that well right now. So um could be down to the, the pitchers. And I talked about this last night that that's one of the really interesting storylines of Major League Baseball, and it will start to manifest itself this week because there's not much downtime at all. There's no off days. And so how you handle your pitching rotations, how long do you let your pitchers stay on the mound is going to be a really important chess match for these coaches uh, and these managers um, in these games. And uh, do you stop playing your, your main guys of these last few days to give them that rest that they're not going to get over the next couple of weeks to prepare them uh, to get it all set up for the right uh, the matchups that you need? So uh, it's going to be a really interesting couple of days in Major League Baseball. Still. Yeah, especially in the NL again, Eric, as you mentioned, there is six teams in only four spots. By the way, Mets fans, I'm sorry you're out of it. You sprinted well, but in the end, you uh, your odds are looking very, very, very slim. Uh, Eric, if there's a matchup, if the playoffs start today, you talked about the AL already, what's the one matchup in the National League? If the playoffs start today and you look at that list, you say, yep, give me seven games of it. Oh, um, probably, probably the most likely could be the Cubs and the Marlins. Mm. I think the Padres take care of the Cardinals. Really? Yeah. Um, I feel like every time the Cardinals are counted out of the playoffs, or like if it's in the divisional or wild card round, that's when they're at their best. That's when they're so dang good. <laughs> it's happened to my Braves where we get the Cardinals, we're the NL East champs, we get the Cardinals. And our reward is we get swept by the Cardinals out of the playoffs because they turn it on at the right time. Tony LaRusso was so good at just sucking for the last two months of the season, getting into the wild card by just the back door, and then running the gauntlet to get to the World Series and winning it. It annoyed me to no end. By the way, big one. Tomorrow night, or excuse me, tonight, Cardinals-Royals is a huge one. Keep an eye on that one. Well, Cardinals basically need to win out. They can't afford to lose. If they want to be able to, if they want to get in, that's a crazy thing for that for that team to be in that position right now. Hey, so the first wild card game that's that, that's next week. That's in six days. That's next uh, Tuesday. Is that a, just one team? Is that one game winner all, and then move on to the divisional round? And what's the divisional round? Is it best of three or best of five? Best of three. That really no room for error. And so the wild card games are going to be played in home arenas, but then everything shifts to these neutral sites in Texas and California. Which I think is a smart move. I think it's the right decision. Make sure the games happen. Make sure your postseason is able to finish and take place and conclude. So, uh, You'll, you'll see some playoff games uh, early next week, Tuesday. We already know that the Athletics are going to play in a wild card. Um, they're the one confirmed team on Tuesday. Uh, the Braves are confirmed on Wednesday. Uh, I guess the Athletics and the Dodgers would be uh, in there as well with some of the games going on. But um, that could be already scheduled or on, on the books. So... It, and by it, the way, it's, it's happening next week. The, the Cardinal situation is so unique, right? I mean, they, as you mentioned, they got a lot of doubleheaders. Eric, they've played 53 games in 44 days after Friday's series. 
with Milwaukee. 53 games, 44 days, with 11 doubleheaders. That only gets him to 58. And then there'll be a final doubleheader against the Tigers on Monday if it needs affects the playoff race, which, by the way, is about a 99.9% chance that's going to happen. So then they got to play another doubleheader on Monday against the Tigers just to try and get into the playoffs. And then still sneaking around there, of course, the Phillies, Reds, Brewers, Giants, they're still, I mean, not technically out of it, if you will. And their chances are still just shedding below the 50% below threshold. Still a lot of, I just feel like there's still so much baseball to be played to count either team out. Ooh, did you see this? No. With Shane Bieber, Trevor Bauer, and Max Fried starting tonight, it is the first day in September in which three qualified starters with sub 2.0 ERAs pitched since September 2nd, 1972. So wait, sub 2.0 ERA, is that what you said? So below that? Oh, wow. So some pretty good pitching going on tonight. Ooh, wow. That's when you know you really need it, right? It's when you got the best pitching in a game that you really need. Uh, again, the, the American League playoff race is pretty much set. Uh, race. Yeah, but in the in the major in uh, excuse me the American League, it's not so much about who's going, but what's the seeding going to look like? Yeah, that's that exactly could what still some wide variance could still happen there. Do you think? Do you see the, teams starting to throw it so they can get the right matchup? You think the Rays are real? I think they fall out of the first uh, divisional round in best of three. It just seems to happen in the L all the time. Like there's that one really good team or the top two teams, and usually one of them always falls off for whatever reason in the playoffs early. I just got a feeling the Rays are going to be the victim this year. I, and I don't know. And and <laughs> how, are the, how are the Yankees in that bottom half of the bracket in the AL? Like I swear, I mean they had a great game last night where they destroyed Toronto. Oh, they're one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. They've won eight of their last ten, and they're playing solid baseball. Uh, they've they seem to be dialed in right now, making playing their best baseball when it matters the most. So watch out for the Yankees in the postseason. Can't wait to get to playoff baseball again. It starts next Tuesday night with the AL Wild Card game. Let's take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap it up here on the Full Court Press Radio, one hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salvas. And I just want to remind you, if you are wanting to participate and if you want a chance to win $100 to Locker 42, jump in right now and get a, be a part of the Preps Pick'em Contest presented by, of course, the Logo Shop. You go in there, you log in, you find the uh, you can find on cashidaily.com, you can find it on 106onthefan.com, and you can find uh, the Preps Pick'em Contest. Click on it, sign up, register, log in, whatever you got to do, and pick... Was it six games, Eric? Is that right? Six? Uh, there's like six or seven games to choose from. And pick those games. And if you come out on top, the top dog with the most wins, with the most check marks, you will win $100 to Locker 42 to get all the Aggie gear you need. Aggie masks, Aggie sweaters, Aggie sweats, whatever you need. Well, they even have stuff you can get for your the high school team that you follow, that you're part of. Yeah. Get a, logo for that high school team or your club team if you want to get gear for your club team or competitive team that you're a part of. I, I was talking they about... They can lo- take care of that, too. Well, that, yeah, that's the logo shop. I was talking about Locker 42. So, yeah, uh, lo- logo shop's awesome, and they do the masks, like you mentioned. Uh, just great stuff at both places. Locker 42 to get your Aggie gear. Logo for or logo shop to get 
anything you want. I, you know, I need to buy you a sweatshirt. Maybe they'll hook me up. I'm going to get you a, I got a great gift pick six for you. When I lose in a couple months, I will get you that. <laughs> a couple months. I'm on a five-week winning streak right now. A uh, five-week non-losing streak. Let's see if we can change it. Quickly, who wins tonight, Boston or Miami? Uh, Boston. You? I've got Boston as well. Good night.